All right, everybody. This is Power Move. Parker here coming in hot, coming in loud. Uh, episode 20 of Parker and Dad is now starting. 20 episodes. I mean, we've been doing this for at least half of the year of 2020. Started in 2020. Uh, crazy things have happened since we've started the podcast. And I'm glad we've kept it going into 2021. It's a new year, but it still feels like the same crap, just the, just a different year. Uh, Dad, what have you noticed so far from the year 2021? I, I, I told my friend, uh, Jonathan, I don't really care about years as much. I don't think it matters. I think people think that the crap is going to automatically stop or get better once the new year starts. They think, oh, now things are just automatically going to change. I guarantee you. It's just a different day. It's another Monday. It's another Tuesday. It doesn't change. It's another January. We've had tons of Januaries. It gets a little bit colder in January, but that's about it. That's all I notice. I don't really see a whole lot of hoobla changing, and people think just because we get into 2021, things are going to get better, but that wasn't the case on January 6th. Uh, crap hit the fan early in this year, and if that's any, any, any indicator of how this year is going to go, I mean, I guess me and you are on the same page. I don't think this year is going to automatically get better. If anything, it's trending in a different direction. I, I don't know, and I know people have been saying it for years, but I think we're on the proverbial uh, slide. Uh, we're, we're circling the, 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 uh, the toilet as America. And uh, if, if people – and I think, I think they are. I, I think that the – common man they can call them the silent majority they call them the trump voter they can call them whatever they want to i call them the people that built america the people that have worked that have sacrificed that have paid their taxes have followed the rules have done what they're supposed to do and continue to get screwed every time you turn around it doesn't matter who you vote for if you vote for oh i'm a republican i'm a conservative and they get to washington and they're nothing but a rhino and and uh they're part of the swamp the swamp is bigger than we ever thought it was went in and threw in a couple of hand grenades blew it up stirred it up but it fought back and we see now that washington is broken washington is full of a bunch of elitist uh people that want power and they don't really care what they're they're not going to do what they say they're going to do we had one person there that did and they've destroyed him and now uh so i think if you're going to have a name for 2021 it's uh cancel They've already canceled Trump's Twitter and they're canceling everything else and they're canceling us. And it's time for uh, the second American revolution. Well, I think that might've started on January 6th. And uh, actually a key indicator of what you said, um, I think I can go back to 2008. And people wanna say, this started with Trump. Trump stirred up all this crap. I went ahead being the uh, smart ass that I am I went ahead and pulled out a, an article from 2008 from The Guardian where Barack Obama angers Midwest vote, voters with guns and religion remark. Listen, uh, this is what Obama said. He was using loose language, but he was caught in a moment of just a, a bad moment of his. And I think he's tried to revise it or whatever since then. But this was a bad moment, and this is how all Democrats and all liberal elites feel about people who are conservative and from certain parts of the country. This is how they feel. And so this is what he said. 
um, they get bitter. They cling to guns or religion or an antipathy to people who aren't like them or anti-immigrant sentiment or anti-trade sentiment as a way to explain their frustrations. And uh, the reason I want to highlight that is because he started off saying they get bitter, they cling to guns or religion, basically the famous saying, they cling to the guns in their Bible. First off, I want to I say as a statement, I don't like the way he said that as a bad thing. There's a reason people who are conservative cling to guns and cling to their religion. It's because they're scared. They're scared of their government. They're scared of what this country has become. And that fear bubbled over in Washington, D.C. And it's been going on for eight years. Since Obama got elected, he stirred the pot, stirred the pot, stirred the pot, started talking about how bad things are for, for um, everybody, and then started talking about how we need to uh, heal all this stuff. But he didn't, but he didn't heal anything. All he did was insult one side and keep putting one side down while turning the other side against, uh, against them. And so, yeah, he made us sound like a bunch of rednecks saying they cling to their guns and their religion. It, it is, Parker, it's what they believe about us. I'll go back and give you that example, clinging to your guns and, and religion. That's Obama, Hillary Clinton, their deplor deplorables. And, and, and the list of things that she called us, I won't go into all of those, all the isms, but we're deplorables. And then you have the uh, Peter Strzok and Page uh, to emails that they didn't think anybody was going to see the text messages talking about, oh, I went into Walmart, I could smell the Trump voter. We, we, we stink, we smell, you know, but I go back to, no, we're not afraid. We're not clinging to our guns and our religion because we're afraid. It scares the hell out of them. It's the same reason. Guess what? The First Amendment to the uh, Constitution of the United States is. The Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. The Bill of Rights came because of free, loving Americans that wanted individual rights. We got the 10 Bill of Rights. In order to pass the Constitution, it was required. It was a negotiation. We said, we'll vote for this uh, Constitution to start this country, but we need 10 things. Number one, we need freedom of religion. Number one. Number two, we want to have the right to own our own guns. I'll jump to number nine and number 10, freedom as individuals. Number nine, we have self-freedoms, individual freedoms. And number 10, we have state freedoms. So we have rights. As an individual, we have rights as a state for independence. And, but number one, we have that freedom of religion, that freedom of speech. And number two, we have the freedom to carry our guns. That's why it was important. It's been important since 1776, uh, 1789, whenever you want to say that they, they voted on it in 1789, ratified in 19, uh, 1891. That's the beginning. And it was there at the beginning, and it's there now. And it scares the hell out of the liberals because they're the ones that want to take control, take it away, and they know that it's that important and the power behind that. Well, they're doing a good job of taking it away, in my opinion, because I think when everything hits, when everything happens, and people want to say uh, the country's going to come together, the country's going to unite. Uh, Joe Biden has not helped that cause at all. 
Joe Biden came in, tweeted. The unifier. He's the unifier. He's the unifier. He said if it was a Black Lives Matter movement attacking the Capitol like that, there would be so many more black people dead, shot. He was upset that there wasn't more people shot, that there wasn't more people killed. He was saying if it was a black crowd um, that... Yeah, because they would have killed each other. They're the ones doing the killing. Go back and look at all the writings. It wasn't police that killed anybody in any of those riots. It was the killing themselves. Well, that's true. My, my only disagreement with Joe, it, my, actually, I, I think things would have been different. Uh, if it was a black crowd, because I guarantee if a black man were to breach the Capitol and if he was a Joe Biden supporter, say Trump would have won the election. If it was a Joe, it was a bunch of Joe Biden supporters and it was a black man to breach the Capitol and he was in the uh, and he was in the Congress and he got shot by a policeman. Guess what they would do? They wouldn't just say, oh, good. Glad that Nazi's dead or good. Glad that black person's dead. No. They would build a statue of that black man outside Washington. For standing up for freedom. For standing up for freedom. For fighting the man. For fighting the oppressor Trump. I guarantee that's exactly what would happen. He would be a social justice hero. He would be a hero for breaking into the Capitol. Instead, a person who I believe was a real hero and has been grossly misrepresented and grossly underreported was the Ashley Babbitt, who uh, was preparing for January 6th. She was an Air Force veteran. Uh, she's been a lot, she was 35 years old. She was an Air Force veteran. She was a military woman, and she wasn't the only military person there. There was a lot of military people, ex-cops, ex-military people, that were supporting Donald Trump, and, and she was the one who got shot and killed, and she has been, ever since, they don't focus on the fact that she was in the military. All the articles I can pull up from the liberal elite media is that she was a crazy Trump supporter. She was a QAnon supporter. She was a conspiracy theorist. They completely disregarded the fact that she was a veteran that fought for our rights. And I think they're, mis I think they're disregarding the fact that Trump people, Trump Americans, they come in all shapes and sizes. They serve in the military. They work at the plants. They turn your power on. They're plumbers, they're mechanics, they're welders, they're truckers, they're retail people. They're everywhere. It's half the freaking country. 74 yeah, million people I, voted for I, Trump. That's what I was saying in the beginning. You know, another Obama thing is you didn't build this. No. Guess who built it? Obama. We did. Working Americans, the people that have supported Trump, we've built it all. And we're tired we're tired of the, the elites, the, the political elites, the social elites coming and telling us, oh, you don't know. You're too stupid to run your own lives. You're too stupid to, to have any kind of freedoms or independence or anything to make decisions for yourself because you're stupid. And so they want to say, oh, no, you can't have any decisions for yourself. And then you didn't build this. But no, you're right. All those people, you look at the people that were marching on the Capitol, and I'm not saying violence is the answer, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. What I'm saying is people in America have had enough when they're fed up and they're tired of it and they're tired of Washington, and they have totally missed it. The Republicans now that are apologizing for it, the Democrats, 
bashing it. They have missed the point again. People in America are fed up. There's 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump and they're fed up and there's more behind them that are fed up with the way that we're being treated and they're missing it. And if they don't figure it out and they're not, there's going to be an uprising. There just is. People have had enough. Well, I just, I just love, (laughs) I'm being sarcastic here. I love that as soon as Joe Biden could get on Twitter, he made it about race. That was the first thing he did. The Democrats, they have their talking points. If you're a woman, well, we'll put you in this category. If you're a man, we put you in this category. If you're black, we'll put you over here. They're very good at categorizing things. And and, and Twitter, Twitter bought it. Twitter loved the tweet. They retweeted it. They were like praising Joe Biden for pointing that out. Yes, you're right. It would have been a lot worse for black people. You're right. There should have, like, Someone said, oh, man, if it was black people, 50 of them would have been shot and killed. And it's like all this garbage of like, yeah, 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 let this happen, let this happen. It's like they were rooting for more white people to get killed. That was what I heard. That's what it sounded like to me. It's like, oh, well, they, they're lucky that they shouldn't have got killed. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. It's like uh, they have so many – They have. they're so quick to jump to their camps, to the tribes. People do this all the time. They're so quick to jump to their tribes. But what they don't understand is when this government takes over, the Democrats, which it's going to happen, they're going to get, they got the Senate now, they won in Georgia, they're at the Supreme Court, they're going to add justices to the Supreme Court. Joe Biden basically came out and said he was packing the court. I mean, he, he didn't, he didn't deny it. He, he just kept saying, oh, oh, we'll worry about that when we get there. They'll pack, pack the court, they'll pack the Senate, they're going to add new states. They're going to add new states. It's going to be complete one-sided power we may never see uh, a Republican majority in anything. We may never see Republicans own the Senate. We may never see Republicans own the House. There, there's, <laughs> God forbid there ever be a Republican president again because they, we, fought, we got our first guy after Obama and they completely trashed him six ways to Sunday. And then so when, when all this is said and done and buried, of course January 6th comes around and Republicans and conservatives are definitely upset Here's the thing. There's pictures. There's evidence. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff. The Black Lives Matter riots and the Antifa riots that lasted all summer, whatever the cause of it was, we, we know the cause of it, whatever they want to say it is, uh, they, they caused way more damage. They caused way more lives. They were burning down their own neighborhoods. They were killing each other. They were maniacs in the street, closing down city blocks. Remember Chaz or Chad or whatever you yeah, want to call how, that? How, many people, how, how many long did Chaz go on for? How many people died in and Chaz? Women raped and molested. Yeah. And, and, uh, all, it just businesses burnt to the ground. Do they think we're going to forget about Chaz? They think that we're going to forget about there's buildings on fire. There's people in the streets that are not letting people get to work and ruining their life. There, there was people committing suicide. Because peaceful, they couldn't get to work. Peaceful protest, Parker. It was peaceful protest. I mean, the whole country was literally on fire for like six months. And the Democrats just said, oh, it's peaceful. Let them have it. Let yeah. them have it. It's for a good cause. Republicans do this one thing. They go charge the Capitol. Yeah, I'm, I was against it. I, I think it was stupid. I don't, I don't like to see the Capitol disrespected like that. I, I, I posted that on Twitter. And I'm against it. But they act surprised. They say things like, hold on to your 
guns in your Bible. And then they act surprised when we, when, when Republicans and conservatives lash out, why act surprised? You brought this on yourself. We saw what riots do. Here's what riots do. Riots help you one, win an election. If you riot, you win an election. You get to steal the election. If you're right, you get rewarded for rioting. Uh, you get your name on, you get your name all over social media. If you riot too, you're a hero. If you riot, if you're, if you're captured by police, oh man, you're a hero if you're doing it for the right cause. So let's go against police. The respect for law enforcement was already gone before Capitol Hill. People want to say, well, aren't they supposed to respect law enforcement? No, law enforcement's done. They, they already trash law enforcement. How are you going to hold the conservatives to a standard of respecting law enforcement when Democrats don't respect it at all? They trash the law all the time. So it's, it, it's, it's another thing. So you win elections, you get to pretty much do what you want. You get to start your own little countries. <laughs> I mean, you get to have a place named Chaz, start your own little countries. You can basically get away with anything if you're a Democrat and you're doing it for the right cause. Uh, so it's, it's one of the things. COVID doesn't attack you either if you're doing it for the right cause too. So, I mean, there's so many things. So what Republicans are sitting back saying, or at least your average run-of-the-mill Republicans are looking at TV watching this, they're like, well, Democrats got rewarded for rioting and doing all this, so why don't we finally stand up? And that's what Trump supporters did. They gathered on the Capitol. There was a lot of them. I, I'm guessing it was at least 50,000, probably more than that. So many of them were at the Capitol, and I don't think – I mean, in January 19th, January 20th, there, there's probably going to be more. I'm not calling for it. I'm just saying I think this is going to happen again if they keep suppressing Republican votes and keep saying that our voices don't matter and that we're, we're people who go to Olive Garden and the Marriott Hotel in Hilton. Let, <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Um, Anderson Cooper, he didn't help. He fanned the flames too. He made it worse. He said, look at them. They're high-fiving each other for this deplorable display of completely unpatriotic, completely against law and order, completely unconstitutional behavior. It's stunning. It's stunning. I've never seen this before. Oh, well, six months ago it happened. But um, I guess well, let me, Cooper, let me Cooper wasn't watching six months ago. Let me take you a little farther back in that. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to take you back. I'm the history guy, okay? So go back and, and a group called the, the, the Sons of Liberty, founded by Samuel Adams and John Hancock. And uh, – they uh, were protesting uh, the unfair treatment of the British government on the colonists. Uh, we settled in America and that they're over across the sea and they're making laws and tell us what we can and can't do. And they're, they're wanting to fight for their freedoms and they're wanting their independence. And they're standing up for all of the causes that we're standing up for today. Uh, it's, it's very similar if you look at it, but they're saying, oh, you can't meet in groups larger than this. Oh, wait, now what the the left is, is, is really jumped onto the COVID. And I'm not minimizing COVID. I'm just saying they'll use any cause for, for their purposes. And now they've got the fear of COVID and they're, they're telling us you can't meet in these groups. You can't do this. You can't do that. Same thing that these guys go back and read about the, the sons of Liberty and Samuel Adams and John Hancock, but, and then go back and see about the Boston tea party. Sometimes revolution, sometimes getting your independence, fighting for that, it does get ugly. I'm not saying I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying it does. A group of guys were protesting. There was 
some British soldiers in Boston, and they the group came up protesting it. Things happened. No one really knows what happened or why it happened, but the soldier got scared and he shot into the crowd. And it stands now, if you read about the Boston Massacre, several of the protesters were killed. And now today we would blame, oh, those protesters shouldn't have been protesting. The British soldiers were right to kill them because they were anarchists. They were, they were insurrection. Well, it happened to be the people that fought and stood for the founding of this country, of America. It's the people that we look back to now and say, oh, they're heroes. They stood up, Benjamin Franklin, Samuel Adams, John Hancock, Patrick Henry, those people. And we, we look at them and there wouldn't be a country, but today they would be traitors. Today they would be deplorables. Today they'd be eating an olive garden. It is exactly. are, we still have our freedom. And that's my next point, which is, he goes on to say, they're gonna go back to their Olive Garden and the Holiday Inn, and they're, they're staying at, or the Garden Marriott. By the way, it's not called a Garden Marriott. It's called the Hilton Garden, the Marriott Courtyard. He doesn't know these things, by the way. I'm telling you right now, I, I go to Olive Garden. I eat salad. He's staying at the Ritz-Carlton. Well, he's staying at the Four Seasons, the Ritz-Carlton. He doesn't care about people. Listen. He's first off, they've downplayed people who shop at Walmart. They say we smell. They've downplayed people who go to Olive Garden, who stay at these hotels. By the way, I thought those were pretty nice hotels he listed. First, I mean, they weren't real hotels because he, he got the names mixed up, but I know what he was getting at. So all of this to say, this is just how out of touch the elites are. He thought he was insulting people by telling us we're going back to Olive Garden. Guess what? Olive Garden tr trended on Twitter. There was a guy who said there's a literal there's a literal coop happening and somehow y'all still found the time to drag Olive Garden which insult Olive Garden and another guy wrote all Olive Garden ever wanted to do was provide unlimited salad and breadsticks to people they don't deserve to be dragged like this like all you're doing is polarizing people again the divisiveness the polarization of the country is going to fan the flames and it's almost like when so there's a group of people who don't play by the rules ever i'm just gonna say this i'm not even gonna say names but i guess you guys can 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 fill in the blanks so you're going to you're living your life right and there's a group of people that never plays by the rules complains when they don't get their way don't cooperate with others and they eventually complain and complain and complain and complain until they get their way until they move the needle there's a group of people that does that there's another group of people who does everything by the book, tries to be a good citizen, tries to go to work, tries to pay taxes, tries not to live off the government, tries to do everything right, tries to vote in elections and do whatever, complain and, and get on with their lives. Uh, but they're not getting anywhere. They're not getting any progress. They had a guy in office for four years and couldn't get anything uh substantial done because of all the complaining the media the attempts of impeachment all this stuff that was going on they 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 weren't even really granted a full four years it was like three years and like the third the whole fourth year pretty much they they shut they shut trump down they didn't let him do anything they everything he did was wrong the, pretty much all four years but especially going into 2020 he could not do anything right no matter what he tried to do um so it's like 
they get we we vote we do things by the book and the voices still aren't heard and the other side is complaining breaking the rules and their voices are heard more faster more effectively more efficiently they're getting rewarded for rioting which greg gutfeld said was a problem he's like you don't reward your kid for uh for breaking the rules i mean greg gutfeld said it perfectly he's like you don't reward your kid you don't give your kid a lollipop for hey little jimmy well hey Thanks. You cried hard enough. So here you go. Here's your lollipop. Please be good for daddy. That's what Democrats were doing. They were rewarded for breaking the rules. And Republicans are now saying, hey, we're going to break the rules too now. And as soon as they started doing that for the first time, I've seen it all of a sudden, boom, it's like chaos in the streets. It's unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable how they can turn a blind eye to one riot and the next riot. They're like, oh, let's not Let's not do this. This is this is this is not good. There's too many white people doing this. Too many conservatives. Ugh. They're all of they eat at Olive Garden. We don't like these people. Like, what the hell's going on? Uh, it's hard to explain. It's hard to wrap your mind around the fact that they're still surprised by all this. This started in 2008, like I said, and it, it's going to keep getting worse. 2021. If there's a complete control of Democrats in every every facet of our life, all the way down, and Republican votes don't matter anymore. It's going to get bad. 74 million people bad. 74 million people. Look at the electoral map. Pull that up when you get a chance at home. The electoral map. Look at all the red dots. Yeah, there's a lot of red dots. Yeah, there's a couple big blue dots here and there. But look at all the red dots. Look who owns the land. Look who works in the plants. I'm telling you, you said it perfect the other day. It's not going to end well. And now Republicans are getting worse. Now the Republican establishment doesn't even have their voters back. Now they're saying there's a few good Republicans left in Washington, but the rest of them, they're ready to impeach Trump. They're ready to completely forget about Trump. They're ready to scrub him off the face of the earth like it didn't happen. They're going to go back to the Bush era where nothing actually ever get, got done and Republicans just apologized and apologized and apologized and tiptoed around everything. They're going to go back to the John Boehner era, the Bush era. The reason we have the Tea Party, the reason we have the Patriot Movement, is because of things like this. The Republican leaders, I'm more upset with them because of what they promised than, than the Democrats. Democrats, I know what they are. Republicans' leaders have no backbone, no spine, and I'm actually including President Mike Pence in that too. I think the whole thing is a joke. I think no, no I think backbone. we need a whole new group. I, I, I don't want to, I'm not a Republican anymore because the Republicans don't stand for me. I, I am a conservative and uh, we need a new party. We need a new party, we need new leadership, we need to scrap it. Um, the Republican Party has left its base. They have shown that they're spineless. They've been weak. They've been weak since the beginning. We had all, both both houses of Congress, when Paul Ryan was there, when Trump first got elected, and Paul Ryan screwed around him and Mitch McConnell and, uh, and, and, and cheated Trump from getting anything done. It was the two years we could have gotten something done but they were all apologizing to the Democrats for Trump winning and that they were spending their time apologizing for Trump rather than getting something done. The Republican party is dead. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to trickle down to not just, uh, politics. It's going to trickle down to takes you have on sports shows. Even I'm telling you, man, it's not, it, it's, it's what, what I do, what I like to do, what Reed likes to do. Uh, anything, if you're a public figure at all, say you're a comedian, well, they don't care what you are. If you say one bad thing about one side of the argument, 
boom, you're canceled. That's it. You're over. It's canceled. It's over. They're canceling Twitter. They're canceling. Twitter is done. Free speech is gone. You say something, it's gone. The First Amendment's gone. Trump getting booted off of Twitter is the worst thing to happen to free speech ever. He's a he's a president. He's a sitting president. The 45th president of the United States of America can't communicate to people on Twitter. Can't communicate yeah. to people on Facebook. A He's not allowed to talk to people. I forget, New York, whatever it was, the, the, <laughs> the paper, because they had supported what has come out to be factually true, and they were blocked before the election. Remember that? I don't remember the details, but I, I think it was on the Yeah, Biden. yeah, it was the New York Post. I actually... Uh, and, oh, it, was the, it was the article about the, the laptop that was discovered. Yeah, it was the Joe Biden China article yeah. from the New York Post. I love the New York Post. They're the oldest... One of the oldest articles in newspapers they around. Were they, they were blocked off of Twitter, off of social media. I'm telling you, it's done. It's done, folks. It is time to start over. It, I would never – I'm not voting for John Cornyn again. I'm not voting for any incumbent Republican. If I'm going to vote Republican, I'm going to vote for the, the person that's in the primary that's running against any sitting Republican. We need to throw them all out, every – of them needs to go or we need to start a new party it's over this might be a clickbaity title but <laughs> the gop is done episode 20 that's what this is called because i do the party of lincoln john john boehner i know you hate him i hate him too john boehner <laughs> tweeted <laughs> he was trying to be all high and mighty he's like the party of lincoln what's happened to the party of lincoln Mo, bro you screwed the party of lincoln john you're the what yeah, you you're, you're what happened to the party of lincoln who Who's the reason Trump got elected? Uh, John Boehner? People mm-hmm. not doing anything? Bush? Not doing anything. I mean, uh, Reagan was the last president that actually gave a crap about us before uh, before Trump came along. So it's like Daddy Bush was just part of the same – he was just trying to, you know, run his time. He did his four years. He was, like, collecting his paychecks or whatever, you know, and doing then, his own thing. W just wanted to build countries all over the he, – he, he sent more people to die and, and more money over to try to start new oh, yeah. countries. He was about big oil. That's what he cared about. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was about getting money, big oil, all that stuff. That's f- – okay, cool, whatever. That's, that's not what we want. We want people to represent us in America. Worry about the other countries later. There's a lot of people suffering in America, a lot of people working, and they don't feel like their voices are being heard. And they feel like they're cheated and they're called bad things and they can't exactly. So here's here's the thing I want to say. Twitter is a platform. Facebook is a platform. They're not a uh, – I finally had this clarified to me the other day and it actually made a whole lot of sense. But a lawyer was on 740 AM radio here in Houston and he was saying this is what, this is what the problem is. When the internet was starting in Silicon Valley, they got special uh, – grants, special money, special labels from the government, basically protecting them from lawsuits and things like that. This is what happened. He wanted the, the government wanted to kickstart the internet. So a lot of Republicans and Democrats, they voted to help kickstart the internet. They, they helped uh, things like Apple and they helped things like uh, Microsoft and all those technology stuff, uh, Twitter, Facebook. They've, the government has helped those things tremendously from being liable for lawsuits. The reason is because they're a platform. They're not a newspaper. They're not an editorial. There's a difference between an editorial and a platform. If you're going to be on the internet and you're going to call yourself a platform and you're going to get advantages of a platform and you're going to let everybody use your platform for free, 
it's free use. It's the internet. It's supposed to be freedom, right? Then you have to, I'm not saying not monitor it, but I'm saying you can't pick and choose what sides you monitor and what sides you don't. You have to have a universal set of rules for everybody. There's people who tweet death to America all the time. There's people who say, kill all Republicans. They're Nazis. There's people who say, cut Trump's head off. They get TV shows. They get more followers. And you say, Trump's my president. I stand by Trump. All of a sudden, you're deplatformed. Okay, so you're picking sides again. If it's a platform, let it be a platform. If it's an editorial, call it that. Charge people to get on it, and you can be an editorial. That's fine if you want to do that, Twitter and Facebook, but that's not what you signed up for. That's not what the government's letting you do. So they're benefiting as a platform, but only letting one voice be heard, and that's how you form echo chambers. And it's dangerous, too, because there's this other echo chamber called Parler. It's a very conservative. Dan Bongino uh, started. He's the guy on Fox News. He's the, you know, you've seen Dan Bongino, but he's the guy that uh, does all the uh, Fox News. He's like an ex-cop security guy or whatever. He's a, he's a, he's a police guy. He's a tough African-American Fox News contributor, really good friends with Sean Hannity. He started this thing called Parler. Well, it's a highly conservative platform. And so all the conservatives are going on there. And you can damn well bet Trump's going to get a Parler account. And guess what? You silenced him in one place, the free market's going to create another place. And guess what? Oh, no. It's oh, going to no. be worse. It's going to be no, worse. They've, they've shut Parler down. Google took Parler off its network. You really? can't get on Parler through Google anymore. Can't download well, they can it still through. get on it. They can still you find can ways to get on it. But not you Google Play, you can't download the app. It won't work on Google. Hmm. Well, my point is, you silence, they're going to find ways to hear Trump's voice as well. He can start no, his own gonna, website. They're going to find a way. If this is a very, Alex very Jones, bad. Alex Jones has more money now than when he did when he was deplatformed. You don't think Trump's going to benefit from this? Oh, Trump's Trump going to grow. Way, but what I'm saying is, people, <laughs> it's coming now. They're taking your First Amendment away from you. Oh, yeah. Don't it's bad. defend these people. It is wrong. They're coming after you. I'm sorry. It's just true. Yeah. It's a heated episode because we haven't talked in a while, but it's a good one. I'm glad we're getting it off our chest. Um, this is why we do these episodes so we don't go crazy and, and hurt and, and, and go, go crazy and do crazy things. But uh, I wanted to end it on a sports note because there is football games today. I have a sports background. You have a baseball background. Uh, the Bills, the Colts play today, the Seahawks and Rams play today, and then the nightcap is the Buccaneers and the Washington football team. Redskins. Football team. Anyway, uh, so they all play today. I also noticed that when you, when you just look at sports, and I was saying about this, uh, Dan Lebertard, a guy from ESPN, went off on Clay Travis. He used to work for Fox um, – and now he does his own thing called outkick.com. Outkick is more right-leaning, I think, if you want to say that. Uh, they do their own thing. They have a lot more freedom of speech over there. ESPN, I'm telling you right now, if you know, it's going to have to be a lot of things have to happen for me to say something nice about ESPN. But ESPN is very liberal uh, establishment right now. They're Disney. They're ABC. That's what they do. Uh, Fox is turning into that too, by the way. Fox News, all the Fox, Fox Sports. I mean, Fox Sports 1, they had come on with Shannon Sharp, 
and Skip Bayless, and all they do is trash Trump 24-7. That's what they do. They start off the show trashing Trump, doing all this and that. So Fox Sports isn't much better. But uh, Clay Travis started his own thing called OutKick, which is what a lot of people are doing. Sparstool Sports, everybody's kind of doing that thing. They're kind of starting their own thing. And so he was – he's getting trashed because he brought Donald Trump onto his show, and Dan Levitar just went off. Um, so he – I, I don't know the exact words uh, that uh, uh, Lebatard used, uh, but he was badly criticizing Clay Travis. And basically, he called him a shit stain. He called him a shit stain for having Donald Trump on his show. He said, this guy's a monster. Uh, uh, he said, finally, our country's leadership united against the monster because they were scared shit, shitless of chickens coming home to roost. This is what we wrought. This is what was going to get to get here because of everything we saw happening over the last 12 months to us and elsewhere because I've got something for that shit stain Clay Travis who wants to sit sit it now out now that when he was having Trump on his infomosher podcast, uh, Dixie Vodka cheap shit, just getting Trump to foment this base and Tafo made his base and then walks away and said, hey, I never said anything about violence. So he was he's basically on this long rant calling uh, him a shit stain for having Trump on the podcast. So now you can't even interview Trump. Now you can't talk to Trump. You can't talk to Alex Jones. There's literal people that not just that they have a platform, they can take your platform off if you talk to them, even if you just talk to them. So now you can't even – Talk to someone you disagree with. You're, you're deplatformed. Even if you wanted to find an understanding, like if I don't like you, what's the best way for me to like you? Oh, ask you questions. Well, now I can't do that. If you're deplatformed and I had you on my show, I would be deplatformed now. That's basically what Dan Levitard's calling for. What, what the hell? Now you can't even talk to people. It's getting worse. It's gotten worse and it's going to get worse. And that's sports. This has nothing to do with anything. This was a sports interview. And he had him on to talk about just, you know, shoot the shit. Uh, uh, Barstool sports guy, Dave Portnoy, he was he interviewed Trump too. All those guys, they're just getting shit on because they talk to Trump. So now if you ever talk to Trump at, all, Trump at all, Megyn Kelly, same thing. She talked to Trump. Now, apparently you're against, you're against all that is good in the world if you even talk to the guy and you deserve to have your head cut off too, just like Trump. Yeah, it's censorship. Yeah, but – Games today. Any last words? I mean, no, I swore off uh, professional sports, but I may watch a game or two, but um, I, 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 I'm still disappointed with where it all went. I'm disappointed with a lot of things, but anyway, go, go America. <laughs> all right. See you later.